Okay. Can you hear me now? Tommy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Tommy? Okay. Why am I not connected? Let's see. Oh, it says I'm on, but you can hear me, but I can't hear the studio. So apparently, hold on. It says host. Tommy, can you hear me? I'm trying to get everybody connected here. Tommy's at the studio. Uh, Brett, can you hear me? I can hear you. Well, uh, I can't hear the studio, but it says I'm connected. I don't know if you're going into the studio, so I need a third party to tell me what we're hearing. I apologize, Brett. This is the first time I've used somebody myself direct to Skype. Uh, Let me call in. Hold on. Let me call in on another line. Let's see. Four, two, five, two, nine, two. I apologize, folks. If you can hear me, I'm not even sure if I'm on the air because my producer is doing six hours today and I've got to figure this out myself. Using Skype today is our new show, Trying All These Gadgets. I usually just call in. Okay, let's see. I've got I've got Luter here. I'm excited to have him, but I'm trying to connect him with Skype. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, I guess I'm online, but uh, let's see. I don't have a, let me see if I plug this in, if this works. And folks, I know this sounds funny, but I usually just call in. Normally I can do my show, but what I'm trying to do is get Brett later connected with Skype. Tommy, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you good. Uh, A man that does our production is, uh, I don't know, let me get him here. Let's see. I hate to bother him. He's probably taking a nap, but uh, the reason is, oh, you did. Oh, okay. Well, can you uh, talk to him? It says go to, it says, okay, well, he may be out. He's been having a lot of trouble. It says go to call. Let me see if I can go to call. Add to call. A mad painter. Let me see where Brett Luter is. Let's see. Folks, I know this sounds funny, but I don't usually produce using uh, Brett Luter and Skype. And I know that, uh, let's see, it says, where's Brett Luter's name on here? I'm looking for you, Brett. It says connect. All these wonderful people. My goodness, all my entire Facebook <laughs> is on here. So, folks, I don't usually use Skype. I have to learn because I always had a producer. And uh, anyway, uh, let me see if I can get Tommy on here, if he can explain this. Tommy's used Skype, and he's my co-producer for seven years. But it says he's on here, Tommy Sinisi, but uh, add to call. Let me add him. Let's see. Calling Tommy Sinisi. Let's see if this works. Brett Luter is Tommy, and this is two of three. Hey, Tommy, can you hear me on the radio show? Are you here? Okay. 
Well, so you could hear Brett. Could you hear Brett too? So you think we'll we'll be recorded then on the studio? Okay. Well, welcome, Brett. This is exciting. I didn't know because there's so many studio buttons to push, and I've never called in on uh, Skype into my studio to know how it worked. So I uh, apologize, everybody. It's a slow start. But let me read what I'm doing today for the first time since I believe you can hear me. Now, Tommy, if I put you on mute, I need you to tell me if you can – how do you know if you're, we're on the radio show now? Because we're on Skype. I don't know we're being recorded. All right. All right, folks. I just want to make sure before I start the Brett Luter show that uh, I it says, great to hear. Uh, but Brett Luter, now I may have to redo this. So if you, can, if you can't hear me, it doesn't matter. But we'll be late getting on the show. But hold on. Here's, yes. Oh, wonderful. Great. Well, then we can start, folks. And uh, wow, uh, apologize uh, for being a little late, but uh, my my producer that runs uh, many radio shows for many people, including me and Janet Lesson, and Janet's going to do a show right after me with Brett, and I don't know if she can do this either. She'll probably have to go through this. But Brett Luter received his bachelor's degree in journalism from Chico State University in 2000. That's in Northern California. Now, since then, he's gone on to write roughly 700 articles on music, alternative history, spirituality, and UFOs for such magazines as Magical Blend Magazine, UFO Magazine, Reggae Festival Guide, the Chico News and Renew, and currently... Phenomena Magazine, online out of Scotland, wow, and Paranoia Magazine out of Northern California Bay Area. So uh, others as well, but we just mentioned those few. Uh, He's quite an accomplished journalist. He's written at least two books, maybe more, but I didn't try to update any of this yet. Uh, But the first is Song in Your Heart, The Story of the Search for the Lost Note. Volume 1, released in 2008. It's the first in a three-part series titled The Esoteric Guide to the Reggae Vibe Series, illustrating the role of the Roots Reggae Rasta. And so that's going to be interesting. But in terms of global growth control of human consciousness, so I guess he has a twist on that. But Volume 2 tells of a heavy heart, UFOs, magic, and impending doom. And that's, it says due late 2018, so I imagine like I need to update this. I might have grabbed one that's not fully up to date. So in the most recent book, A UFO Hunter's Guide, wow, that was released in 2012, and Tommy just did one. So we'll get all this down the first hour of what I'm trying to create with Brett and Tommy. And uh, they've got a lot in common since they both wrote, and I wrote UFO books. But uh, anyway, that was uh, by Weiser in San Francisco, and Luter breaks down the muddled field of ufology into possible chunks, both highlighting the field's infamous history <laughs> and the context with which a ufologist finds themselves today. So unlike any other book on the market, it includes tips from the pros. As many others today that are top investigators contribute key factors. And we're going to talk about all of that today because I'm doing Ascension Church Ohana. And it's a metaphysical group, Ace Metaphysical Church. But uh, we're going to approach that with strategies pertinent for any investigator, including 
uh, me as a senior journalist with uh, the Society of Professional Journalists, and Brett Luter, who is a, a very well known at these events out in the uh, California area. But it says that uh, the speakers from the Bay Area UFO Expo titled uh, The Esoteric Guide to the Bay Area UFO Volumes 1, 2, and 3, which is a three-desk set of interviews in the works, which I need to read. So uh, because I I don't deal with the California uh, Area Expo since 93. I did uh, what was called Expo – what was it called? Eco Expo. Most recently, Luter produced a new two-disc DVD set, set titled The Inside Mountain But he can update us on that. But what I, what's brought him to me is I want to do life stories on Sunday in our Ascension Magical World. And I had to look up the proper way to spell Lens because you can spell L-E-N-S or L-E-N-S-E. And being that he is a journalist, I wanted to get it right. So I used L-E-N-S of those. And uh, we're going to do a greetings from Tommy and then let Brett get on here. But I was wondering about the list, the lens of myth or history of ufology and PR, meaning we'll get into all that. So let me let uh, Tommy, you go ahead and do your greeting as my co-host, and then we're going to let Brett take over. Go ahead, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. I really appreciate you coming and helping me out with Brad. I wasn't sure I could do an interview by myself. And Sundays, we're like Tommy said, we're building our ACO association. And I'm not sure that Brett knows what I'm doing to create community, but he creates his own. Maybe we can get them together. So Brett Luter, B-R-E-T-L-U-E-D-E-R, author and speaker. And I guess you're going to be doing producing other things besides music, but we have a lot in common. So, Brett, I'd like to have a formal introduction from you because I know you also do co-hosting uh, as well. So you go ahead and give your best co-host type of uh, intro, please.
yeah, my, my uh, next door neighbor is my son-in-law and he's black and Indian and in his living room is the big Mar- Marley poster and he's a big Reggie Marley fan. So my, my granddaughter is half Indian black like he is. So I guess he's like a fandom person for Bob Marley, but isn't he the Reggie musician? I'm a musician. I should know, but I never played Reggie. But you tell me who he is. Yeah. Hold on. Tommy, you're going to have to put your Skype on mute. Do you know how to do that? Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. That's lesson number 101 as a co-host on (laughs) Skype is we have to learn how to mute when we're not talking because he and I both have a dog. So I'm sorry, Brett. We're starting all over on Sundays today without, I really thought he was going to be here. Like he said, he let you know. So something had to happen. Okay, and uh, I'm sure he'll help Janet today. So thank you for mentioning uh, my producer is Thomas Becker, but he goes by a mad painter. He is the mad painter, and he does a mad look at reality on Sundays and Monday. He has a well, he has open canvas uh, here on Revolution Radio and on uh, TJ Mars ET Radio, and together we run. Cosmos Radios, plural, and we run Cosmos Expo, and we run American Communications Online, and now he's running the ACO Club, or ACO Radio Club, with me and others that join us in the Advanced Community Agency, Advanced Communications Agency, and my American Communications Online. Woo! A lot of ACOs, so we'll explain all that to Brett, but I brought him on for this Ascension Church Ohana today. Because we're sort of a metaphysical thing, and we're leading off with Brett and Reggie. So we have music, and I guess we're going to enjoy Reggie. And back to you, Brett. So fill us in on this interesting Sunday with you, starting this day off, this church off. Can we say church is the people? Can we agree on that? Because we've never, three of us have never been together. So is it okay to say metaphysical church with you, or is that offensive? Cool. Because the church is the people. I wonder if the Reggie people feel that way. <laughs> Music and words. But all right, well, keep going. Thank you so much. I'm just excited you're here. The new- <laughs> yes, you will.
Cool. Yeah, I could hear it. Really? Wow. I had no idea. Hmm. Well, we're starting our own church today, the three of us, called Ascension Church Ohana. Do you know the word Ohana? Because the, the uh, Bob Marley people next door uh, and my daughter that just passed, I don't know if you're familiar with my daughter who just passed, we had the Ascension Center. 
And then back in 2012, Janet Carlesson agreed to help me if I would help her and Tommy in 2012 with the uh, Stargate to the Cosmos uh, name for Bob Dean gave her $500. Do you know who Bob Dean is? All right. Well, Bob Dean is the center of my uh, education inside the government because I was joint Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, and we were Space Force. And he was tapping into that in the Paris area. I was in uniform 80 to 93. And uh, he was in, but uh, I didn't know that he was allowed to go to UFO events. I wasn't. So he must have retired. But I'm going to try to put together my life from May 67 till the time I retired, May 2017. You know, old people checks. What do they call those? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Anyway, I get a, there you go. Yeah, some kind of pension or something or Social Security. So uh, I just live off of what I get for working, you know, for the government. So I'm excited. I, I've got some money, so I spend a little money, uh, about 200 a month, running uh, my American Communication Online now. So, you know, it's like 40 bucks here on Blog Talk, 50 bucks on uh, Spreaker to put it out there, and then uh, 50 bucks on American Communications Online, and then 50 bucks on WordPress. I've got five secure sockets so uh, it it takes care of like where you keep it and I'm going to ask other people to help me form a community now that I'm retired and we're kicking it off today because Tommy signed up for my allied command intergalactic relations and I know that you're a journalist a radio co-host and you're in public relations so aren't you the perfect person plus you just started another churchy kind of infamous history story so you can be a historian in our religions and help us figure out myth or history of ufology so i don't know i'm calling it ascension church ohana ohana meaning in hawaiian like your not just your blood relatives but your extended family church being the people but with the thing like you would now be my brother sister sort of like in reggae music but in this whatever you me and Tommy are doing today. So you've got the ascension magical lens of myth or history of ufology. So with that said, how would you like to move forward? Oh, good. Well, it's metaphysical, I guess. I don't know. It's sort of like American, it's communications first, right? Because I have to have a business license. Then I've got one called Teresa J. Mars Ministries because where I live, you have to have a license to do what I'm doing, right? So this is like a church online because what they had to do is give me a code to work for the federal government. So they gave me spiritual education. But none of that says the name of the church. So it's me, the person, me, the license, Teresa J. Mars Ministries, me, the business, American Communications Online to do a church online, and then Whatever it is, we're called content providers in the business, right? We provide content via broadcast communication. So we have to meet FCC rules. So so you got all the lowdown. Now we just have to work out. I have uh, articles and bylaws called the ACO Association. That's generic sort of business and church or temples and metaphysics all rolled into one. I've been using since back in the 
85 when I was ordained in a gold church, a gold pyramid in Houston. Steve Alper, New Age music, was there, and he's been on my show. He remembers me from back in 85. So that's sort of cool. So we could do Rastafarian music, and uh, would it be okay with Steve Halpern maybe to mention him and his music? You're, you're not any any musicians, or so we just need to decide who the three of us, how our energies blend, right? I guess <laughs> you're the first we've had. Okay, okay. Well, we'll be open, so you can help help us. Just give us all of your energy as a journalist. Uh, co-producer, a musician, and a historian. And uh, can you sort of lend it towards what you did for, was it the New Life Expo? I saw a little clip on something, but I liked it. You had your hair down. It was long. And I know you don't have body odor, that one. That guy was kidding you. Do you remember who that was? He was kidding. Oh, no, you don't? I think it was 2016. I'm not sure. But you, I guess you're in so much television. Well, tell us, just keep going with what you're you're doing, and we'll, uh, somebody came on, 765, so give us an idea of how to bring all this metaphysical ufology, you know, because there's a, a, David Walker, David Wilcock uses Ascension, and I've got an old book I wrote years and years ago in the 80s, and it's a lot of 70s stuff, you know, but I would like to bring it and teach some lessons in uh, metaphysics, I've got a group here called Gulf Breeze Metaphysical Meetup Group. So we can have meetup groups here and there and teach them on YouTube lines. So uh, back to you. Help us figure all this out. I don't know what it's all it's going to entail, but you've been talking about it for years. And I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Brett's on the same wavelength. (laughs) So where do you go?
Well, I w- I've got to uh, help at a psychic uh, metaphysical fair uh, here in uh, – I don't have to. I want to. Uh, a friend of mine, her name is uh, Marsha – Erica Marsha Busserhain, if anybody's interested in uh, metaphysical psychic fairs or people that do counseling. I have a book called Ace Life Coach. But I was asked to be a speaker and a a counselor in her holistic health practitioners. And we have people that sell crystals and books and do psychic readings and spiritual counseling and all of that. So we're meeting at the Navarre Conference Center on June 22nd from 10 to 6. Let me get the flyer just to make sure because I'm going to turn this show back over because we're doing author Brett Luter out of California, but I'm in Florida and Tommy's in Hawaii, and we're trying to blend some uh, energy, I guess, would say, with all the people we know and the friends to see if they want to work in our organization or association. Right now, it's uh, American Communications Online as the content providers, and then on Sundays, I want to do this with me and Brett and Tommy, but uh, just real quick, June 22nd, my daughter works at the uh, place, the venue. It's Days Inn and Suites, Navarre Conference Center, 8700 Navarre Parkway, Navarre, Florida, 32566, June 22nd, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I believe it's if you want a ticket for the all day uh, and you can want readings or want to look at crystals or do we have drummers? I've been two years in a row, and uh, we have one in six months, January and June. So I promote psychic and metaphysical fairs here in uh, Gulf Breeze. We had James Van Prague, if anybody's heard of him, in 2018, and I like him. There was two television shows, but uh, probably Brett knows more about uh, television being in Hollywood. I had an office there for five years, Brett. And I was in a movie made for television, When Will I Be Loved, with Stephanie Powers. But And I got my my two children, Angela, who lives with me now, and the one that died is a, in a cult classic called uh, Witchcraft 3. And you can get it, folks, Witchcraft 3. My two daughters are in it. Uh, Angela pay, played a model, but Gigi was only 16, the one that just died here. She made it to 45, and uh, she is the co-anchor owner of my church and my club ACO and uh, she's the one that taught me about the word ohana and she and I lived in Hawaii but since I moved to Florida via the United States of America and traveling the world as a investigator I worked for DOD and DON and the intelligence community in and out of country and did uh, uh, actually finding a fact just get the facts (laughs) ma'am (laughs) <laughs> Who, what, when, where, why, how. So it's like being a journalist. And then uh, when I came back here with my husband, we were journalists and we worked for newspapers, but we had worked cross country driving trucks. And I learned a lot out of country that the way we see things and the way we we hear a newspaper and television and broadcasting isn't the same. So when I was in Africa and I saw what they were saying on television and, and stuff, but I was there. I was, it wasn't the same. So I had to learn, even in uniform or out of uniform, that just because we think we're doing something for the right may not be. So, you know, you have to live your life and create your own spiritual journey. So what I got into was promoting people's life stories. 
So that's why I created uh, our ACO and ACE Folk Life. And not too many people can understand the difference between myth or history. But after listening to Brett Luter, he was on my show once or twice before. He had an interesting outlook as an observer. And uh, he reminds me a little bit about me, about I don't want to be in just one religion. And my God says God has no religion. And Tommy sort of ascribes to that. So we're trying to pit together California and whatever he stands for, Brett Luter and all those people. He goes to these events out there with my events here in Florida. And Tommy's in Hawaii. So I'm calling it Ascension Church Ohana under my ACO flag. And if you're interested, we have the acoassociation.com, and I fly all my professional groups, our entrepreneurs and my authors club, all together because I don't want all these different – you have to keep up companies with money. It takes money, and I don't want all these accounts. I've got all these websites and different radio shows. So what I'm trying to do is have two accounts through PayPal. One's TJ Morris Agency at Gmail, and the other is American Communications Online. And they're both Gmails, and they go to PayPal. And then whoever donates, you can market for Facebook or group. And so uh, we'll invite you to do that. And then... Uh, we've got it on Patreon, and I'm going to ask Brett to make him a Patreon.com if he doesn't have one already. Mine is Patreon.com, Teresa, it's forward slash Teresa J. Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S. So I'm your host and co-host for today with co-host, you just heard Tommy Anthony Sinisi, but for years as an author and a co-host of mine for seven years, God's number, He's been known as Tommy Hawksblood, but Facebook, friend him, Tommy Hawksblood Sinisi. Now, this is Brett Luter, author, Ascension Magical Lens of Myth or History of Ufology, comma, P dot R dot, and that stands for public relations. So I asked him here today to kick off my brand new reality of bringing California, Hawaii, and Florida together to make this work for me as ACO. Ascension Center organization and the articles and bylaws that we're going to put in our church starting today. So Brett's our first, he says he doesn't mind being in our association. So he's our first guest speaker pastor, speaker minister. I don't know. He's, uh, we're, we, we uh, use Modesto. I'm a bona fide holder as a pastor with a man that authorized me in a real, uh, what they call a brick and mortar church. So I guess I'm already a member of the Modesto because I've got paper on my website saying I am. So now, back to you, Brett, because you're sort of the leader of the pack uh, of wolves. Are are we angels or are we just people? Are we sheeple people? (laughs) So back to you. Help us, guide us down this. Yeah, who are we? What are we doing?
I think so, but I haven't gone to any of his stuff. We're called truth seekers. Well, it's not the one, it's not that convicted criminal in Florida, is it, Joe Jordan? There's, okay, so there's different people with, well, you know, when we use a name, regardless of what it is, 
Uh, can you talk a little about the myth or history of symbols, symbology, and names? Because being a journalist, you know we pay attention to words. And communications is my main thing in broadcasting. But the words, it's not just the uh, meme or what we follow. Uh, and you may want to get into the mandala effect as well. But, po folks, each individual is subjective to their own filters and their lens. And I've named this ascension magical lens because one of the younger boys i'm an old lady i'm an elder in the church and in the ascension church but i was guided by god to make this ascension center and to do what i'm doing today today is june 9th 2019 and i've got co-host thomas anthony sinisi of new jersey and he now goes by tommy tommy hogsblood sinisi of hawaii and he's doing a good job staying on top of people like uh, Dr. Michael Sala, Joan Ocean. He even follows Corey Good. Not, I'm, we're not endorsing anybody by me saying these names, and I don't mean pro or con. Just as a researcher, he stays very open-minded. But uh, Tommy is opinionated like all of us. We all have our own individual thoughts, and we have past lives. So Tommy and I agreed, if this is okay with you, Brett, because – no individual can own another human's spiritual path. But between the three of us, the power of three, we can each own our own spiritual journey and be responsible for our own soul. But at least Tommy and I agreed on karma and uh, reincarnation, Brett, and God and Jesus. So you may want to read uh, the Ascension Center organ. Oh, say Ascension Center, no. ACO Association. I have so many of these group names for years, Brett. This, after God's given me seven years with Janet Carroll Lesson of Hawaii and my Ascension Center dot network, I have Ascension dot center, Brett. But maybe you can help me with that because that's going to be the main uh, theme. Ascension dot center. And Tommy has helped me with Ace Folk Life. And folks, you can go to Tommy's page called uh, on tjmarsetradio.com and read on Tommy's page about how we began in 2012. The same page is on Janet Carroll Lessons at tjmarsetradio.com and she started. So that's what we started and Janet says, well you mainly wrote that. I'm going to change it because I'm different and I've grown. She's very left-wing liberal and Tommy isn't real right-wing Republican, but I found it funny that God put me with two people that are so friendly. And if it had been for Tommy and Janet, you wouldn't be talking to me today because I was on. I was not wanting to do radio shows. I didn't want to be public with what I knew about UFOs. I was a contactee from the time I was born, and I had a, a UFO family, and I called them angels, and I died. So I'm an out-of-body experiencer, near-death experiencer, but I was raised as a Christian. I was raised in the Southern Baptist Convention, and then May uh, 6, 1972, I converted to Latter-day Saint. And for all you historians, that's who used to be called Mormons. Now they're just called Latter-day Saints. But I found it odd that everywhere, when I traveled after 72 forward into the government and I wore a uniform, that wherever I would be moved to, like Great Lakes, or, uh, well, Birmingham, Alabama, to go to University of Alabama, the, and then to Chicago and Great Lakes area, I went to uh, Waukegan, and then 
it was funny that both the churches were right next to a Jewish temple or synagogue, and I don't even know what it's called, but the Old Testament and the New Testament, and then with the Latter-day Saints, we believed in the Book of Mormon and the Pearl of Great Price and the Words of Wisdom, so to speak. And then after I studied all that, I started studying all world religions, history, becoming a researcher, and found the Emerald Tablet. So Tommy and I agreed on other books that he and I both had past lives. So we're sort of blending that together with Brett Luter. So Brett, whatever you can create with this Ascension Magical Lens, we have 55 minutes left, but I know you've got to leave a little early to go to Janet's show. So would you continue with this Ascension Magical Lens and help me with my ACO club, please? In uh, the Ascension Church Ohana. Whatever that's going to be. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's what I called today. You probably haven't seen your, your show. It's called uh, Brett Luter Author Dash Ascension Magical Lens, L-E-N-S, of Myth, Art History of UFOG, comma, PR. But that's helping me and Tommy create the first Ascension Church Ohana in honor of my daughter, Ohana, and extended family. And then everybody's going to have their opinion, but we've got to figure out a way to come together as the church. And I'm using the church meaning the people, Brett, and the power of three because I believe in the metaphysical church. I think God is God has no religion and Jesus was a metaphysician. So, and that UFOs exist and alien civilizations exist. So, the church are the people. Right now, it's me, you, and Tommy. So, whatever you can make of that, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> okay. I like Lucifer. I watched the television show Lucifer. Me and Tommy like that show. That doesn't mean we like demons. We like the entertainment. But we'll have to get into the difference between Ohana at Walt Disney World and Lilo and Stitch. Do you know who that is? 
Yeah. <laughs> but people, I asked my other daughter today, the one that works at the venue where we're having June 22nd, you know, Navarro Conference Center, the Horizon Psychic Fair. Did you notice I mentioned that again, Psychic Fair? Because <laughs> I'm a psychic and I do readings with tarot cards. And Tommy has promoted me and one other girl, Barbara. He used to work a lot with psychics too. But, you know, a lot of people think we're evil, that we're demons because we, we do tarot cards. So I'd like to have your... You know, it's the Kabbalah, and we use, uh, like, the uh, Tree of Life and all kind of symbols, right? So that's why your Ascension Magical Lens of myth or history of ufology and PR is important because I'm sort of combining all this together. I'm not saying anything's bad, but you mentioned a leader, so I needed to sort of throw that out because people think different people represent different demons, right? And and Lucifer could be one of those, but he's a TV show. So when I said about Ohana today to my daughter, she, my, other, my oldest daughter, she said, oh, like Lilo and Stitch. I'm like, no, like your sister Ohana, meaning extended family. And then Tommy has another interpretation. So with our group today, can we go? should we go by what we find in Google in etymology, or are we going to recognize words on the computer? Because those can be demons, too. You just said when you take God and put it on paper, right? We have to be careful. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. This may be terrible. Brett, uh, a mad painter, can you call me or get me? Because I'm doing this on Skype, a mad, and you weren't, I couldn't get you. A mad says he can only hear me and no one else. Oh, no. This is terrible. This, this is going to be. I ask you, that's why I ask you if you could hear me when you went to the phone. Oh, no. Oh, Brett. I can't believe this is happening. Okay. Well, we'll have to upload your version since you're recording it. Ahmed? Oh, gosh. Ahmed, can you figure this out? Because I called in. Okay. Let's see. We've got 48 minutes left, so let me call in. Oh, my God. That's, that's why I was relying on Tommy to tell me if he could hear us. Oh, this is the end of the world. Hold on. We're going to have to do this whole show. Okay. 425 292 
4444. Here comes the Mad. He'll tell us how to fix this. Oh, my gosh. That's why I've got to have a producer. Mad, help. I'm calling I, in. I don't know how... I don't know how it happens, but uh, uh, did you use a button up there that says Skype? I use Skype to call in. Oh, goodness. It's telling me only one host. So I would have to hang up. But All right. What it is is I've got uh, myself hooked in on Skype into Blog Talk Radio. But you, I couldn't get you. I tried. And then uh, just to check. So I let Tommy do a sound check. So he went and he, because he had called into the show. So he went back and I had him check. And he went over and he listened. And he said, yes, we were rec- we were broadcasting. So I trusted that. But uh, he called in. But he, see, I connected him on my Skype like you do. Because I called in on Skype, so what? What do I do now? Because we've only got forty-seven minutes left, and Brett's got to go do another show. But I wanted today, uh, June ninth, to be the day we started all three together for Ascension Church Ohana, bringing three power of three together, three different opinions to start this. Suggestion because Brett's got it recorded. We could upload his recording. Uh. You can uh, hang up and call back with a number, and then I'll call you back, and I'll pick up Brett. All right, everybody. Uh, that's a good idea. So, Brett, let's end it. Uh, now we're in 15 minutes, you know, this recording, and we will have you send it to me, and I can download it on another day. Is that okay with you, Brett? Okay. And uh, Matt, uh, Brett says he doesn't mind joining our organization, so he can maybe help me out. He's really good at this on Sundays, and uh, we'll, uh, Brett, we hope you will stay with us. So if uh, everybody that heard this, Brett's got the only recording, or you can hear me, but we're going to come back and do it right this time. And uh, start the next 45 minutes, and uh, I don't know if it will let me go back on or, or not, Ahmed. We can try it. It may not let me. Drop so, Drop well, we're still connected. You can do that, right? right? So i got to get off of Skype, so uh, it's going to drop the show, too, but I'll have to call back in. I, well, normally when you drop, it doesn't drop us. I don't think. But we'll see. <laughs> Might not be. I can hear something. Is that you, TJ, or somebody else typing? I can hear somebody typing, but I can't. I don't hear anybody talking.
Who's doing the typing? I can hear typing. I should be able to hear you talk. try and call her back, see what happens. Okay, Tommy, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, so it's two different lines uh, on on your number. And it shows that Ahmad has dropped. So let me get him on here. Ahmad, are you there? I'm, yeah, I'm back now. Tell him All I'll right, call him Brett. Brett? Okay, now Tommy's got two lines on here. Tommy, i got to click one of them off. Let's see. This is really messed up, but we'll fix it. We're on air now, so we're going to do a second part of the show because the first part yep. of the show, you may only be able to hear me, and then it empty the first hour or something and we'll we have to fix it all right well now can it I, just shows can, Tommy can one of the other ones talk? uh Tommy can you talk is Brett with you or no I can talk uh yeah I can hear you Tommy. Off of Skype. oh you there yeah I can hear you all now right. I'll, I'll get I'll call Brett if you want me to all right. all right, Tommy, you be talking, and he can get Brett, and I'm going to go on mute for a minute. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, in my work, which I did exorcisms and things like that, uh, the few people that I work at actually do it, and I only know two that are incredible uh, that work at it. Hello? Oh, you're on? Yeah, he's he's here. Can you hear oh, me? Okay. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Hi, Tommy. Well, I just want—I just want to say, uh, for me, uh, the spiritual quest has been my whole life. I've been working with every kind of entity, demon, and deities as well. Are we on the show? But, again? Uh, Hold on, Tommy. Are we on the show again? I'm mad. Yeah. 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 yeah We're on the show. DJ. She's here. She's oh, coming. Okay, I have, I can't hear TJ. Well, she was there. Well, she had to she had to go do something. She said she had to go do something. Okay, I was just going to tell you to save it for the show, but if we're on the show, then go for it. All right, I just wanted to tell you one thing. Uh, when I do an exorcism, it's it's one sitting. Uh, when my friend does an exorcism, it's one sitting, because if you're dealing with a demon or an entity, you got to just take <laughs> them out. It's not like you you're asking them to leave. Uh, like I said, I work with the top of the line. I work with the top psychic in the United States in the early, uh, late 60s. 
there was a guy going around the world channeling Jesus. His name was Don Lepore. I mean, he did a seance and cha- tries to channel Jesus. Uh, I'm a rebel. I, I, I told you what the title of my book is, but it is based on being alive with Jesus and what he was actually teaching. So, uh, yeah, when, when it comes to exorcism, I, I don't give the spirit a chance to decide whether he wants to stay there. And if it takes more than a, a, a sitting to get rid of him, you're not in control of the demon. So the first step, I very seldom use the word Jesus. I, I didn't have to. I used the word God. So uh, I, I deal totally different. I say I always go to the top of the ladder, never go anywhere down below it. So, uh, and I mean, I faced them. So it, these people, and I'll just tell you one last thing. My friend that does all these exorcisms yearly, who's one of the top in the United States, he said a big percentage are people with a programmed idea thinking they're possessed rather than being possessed. I mean, if somebody turns their head in a circle, jumps off the floor and hits the ceiling, uh, it's a little different. When they talk five different languages, it's different. But if they're just doing bad things, they can't, they can't do this, they can't do that. Uh, it's more of a mental problem caused by their mind rather than a demon stepping inside. Uh, so, yeah, I worked at multiple levels with that. Uh, and uh, there's a woman, her name's Star Frentes. She charges a lot of money for her work. But she was teaching the breath of God. And she did it in New York City at a, at a whole life expo. And she had all the people there. And she goes, there's a person in this room that's possessed. And then she brought him up. And then she had my friend breathe the breath of God into her. And she started going on the floor, jumping up and down, going in circles. And we could see the, the change in her. But, I mean, how many people actually see the demon leave? And that's the first thing that you really need to do. And most people aren't at that level to be able to see demons leave the body or understand that they're leaving. I mean, just because a guy smiles, I mean, they, they didn't leave permanently. Uh, you can chase them out of, the, out of the body for a short period of time. And how long does the exorcism last for some people? Until you put the demon back where he belongs, it's, it's not like, uh, because in the Catholic Church, they didn't do them because they, they lost more priests and ministers, uh, priests trying to do that, uh, because they weren't protected. I mean, they came in there with the Bible and preached the Bible. But realize, God's Jesus sat with Lucifer, not sat with him, but he was with Lucifer 40 days. And it wasn't like Jesus could get rid of Lucifer. So the whole concept of that is still mind programming. And I think most people are mentally, have a mental problem about being possessed rather than a demon stepping inside them. Because I watch demons. And if you see them leave, you'd be amazed at what they look like and when they do leave. But uh, children are a lot different when you work with children. And I worked with a lot of children when I first started. Uh, that are possessed and things like that, it's incredible because their whole personality instantly changes. But you don't give a demon a chance because if you spend weeks and months trying to get rid of an entity, that person could die in that period of time if he's really possessed. Demons don't come down to play a playhouse or anything. They're pretty pretty uh, ranched. So uh, I, 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 I'm just telling you what I experienced, and I went through thousands of abductees and, and possessions, so it's not like one person or a hundred people. I've been doing it for periods of time. I did it to family. I work with family. Uh, but the other thing is a person has to want it. If they don't, you're not going to be able to chase a demon out. It's that simple. And if a person doesn't realize they're possessed, they won't be searching to get it out. And that's the biggest problem on the planet right now because Lusa has his army here and nobody knows how to fight it. And nobody talks about it. Nobody makes it real. Everybody thinks it's delusional or it's not, not, not possible. So, I mean, in the priesthood, 
to get the priest to say that you're possessed is really hard. And that's been a documented thing. So that's why the Pope's hiring all these people outside of the cloth that are doing exorcisms for him. So uh, this way he doesn't have to take credit because they don't get rid of the, the demons. But uh, a lot of people do die because of that. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an experience. But, you know, we could talk offline one day because if you ever have time, because I've, sure. I've dealt with Ekankar. I was in it for 20 years. All right. I was the only person in Ekankar thrown out because of specific spiritual things that went on. <laughs> uh, I can go on. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, I was in it for 20 years. I was a fifth initiate. And then when it came to Rebbe Zartaris, who is their fountainhead of their thing, I said, well, he's my father from my past life. So uh, guess what? Uh, and they said, you can't say that. I said, well, everybody else talks about their experiences. So it's, it's people only want to hear what they want to hear in general. Uh, and I told TJ, look, I can only talk about truth. I'm really bad because when people put lies, people accept like all these things and all these good aliens are helping us and everything. And I, I can say from actual facts, I was almost abducted or my brother was when I was a little kid and I spent time with people that were, I, I have good friends in, in years and years ago, women that were actually losing their children, eight and a half months pregnant. They went to the hospital. They did a sonogram. They found no residue of the pregnancy. Uh, I saw the pictures of the baby inside the womb the day before. And I mean, it, we had proof, but nobody, it wasn't like we had to prove it to anybody. I never kept the names of the people and the stories and the documents because I wasn't out to try to prove it. I was just trying to help the people that went through it. She was taken on a ship two years later to see her children. And she said, this is the last time, the only time you're ever going to see them. Uh, and, I mean, I, I've been there, and I never had a book to read when I was doing uh, – when I became a witch. I say a witch. I don't like uh, – whatever. I always use that word. But when I was learning about psychic abilities, I wasn't being taught by anybody except spirit within. Him. And I told – I said I, I worked with three different deities. And uh, – they taught me things, and when, when T.J. talks about ascension, Jesus was the only person that I know from all my life back to Atlantis that went to ascension because nobody had the abilities Jesus had, and people deny what he hey, had, but I was there. Oh, hi, Jesus. Sorry. Hey, Ahmed, okay. Ahmed, Ahmed, did you find Brett? I'm here. Hello? Okay, Brett, Hello? this is uh, today's – can you hear me, Brett? Brett later? Yes, I can Did hear you. Get... You're a little muffled, but okay. I can hear you. All right, I'm sorry. It's the line I had to call in on. Uh, Brett Later, author, Ascension, Magical Lens of Myth or History of Ufology PR. We're going to have a split show, thanks to Brett, who recorded our last show. So this is actually the rest of the show that may be most of the front vacant. So uh, I don't know how to fix that. Uh, the first hours, uh, Brett, I apologize to you. It's just the way it is today. So uh, my daughter just came in and reminded me this is the first day of her sister's Ascension Church Ohana in the honor of uh, my daughter that's passed. We're putting together the word Ascension and then church the people and the word Ohana for the extended family. So however you think of that, uh, wisdom, consciousness, whatever, in etymology and epistemology, but uh, we had a little trouble, but I have my producer uh, a mad painter has been doing radio shows for a long time and helping with Skype. And the problem was uh, apparently was me without my producer using Skype. I normally can do a show calling in to Blog Talk. So I apologize to everybody. We're going to figure out how to fix this. I may have to get into cut and paste my video and audio, or not 
video today, but audio today. But Brett Litter, author. So, Brett, this is uh, today's show is to get you uh, signed up with us. Brett Litter, author, Ascension Magical Lens of Myth or History of Ufology and PR, Public Relations. He's a journalist. He's an author. He's a public relations speaker and does a lot of expos. So, Brett, could you share with us your ideas of uh, joining our organization? We have our articles and bylaws. It's... Uh, helps everybody to do whatever they want to do, and uh, Mad Painter is running all of our ACL radio network, Brett, and that includes Revolution over there from Mike Ringley, the owner of that one, myself here with American Communications Online, and then, uh, of course, his, uh, he's running both of them, <laughs> however he sees it, but I call him my Ace Metaphysical Institute graphic artist, and also my TJ Marcy T Radio general manager, so However you want to put that, Brett, we're trying to find a way to work together. So artists and authors and ministers in the clergy and uh, with the Modesto Universal Life Ministry under the Ace Metaphysical Institute banner. And so uh, this is Ascension Church Ohano. Brett is our guest to help join us together. Okay. Uh, Matt, have you done a sound check for your voice? Are you Okay. Oh yeah, I'm Maybe. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> okay, well you're part of this too. Sunday, we're after seven years of trying to work with Janet and Tommy alone, and then the Mad occasionally. Uh, he helped me start Ericop on Thursday. We're starting a new person, Brett Luter, of California, author, speaker, and he also thinks a lot like I do in metaphysics. And Brett, can you tell me with all these? Uh, different magazines you've done, did you care for spirituality and ascension like David Wilcock or not? Because I don't I don't want one person to have the narrative, but I want to bring it together as a uh, network of people on Sundays in uh, communication. So uh, you, you may have a different opinion of what ascension or metaphysics or ohana is for metaphysicians. So I'm going to turn it back over to you and I'm going to mute, okay? Back to you, Brett. Well, ascension is definitely a hot topic as of late, seems like. But many traditions talk about what what we would call ascension, the, the advancement of the human soul forward uh, towards God, apparently, right? Um, there's a lot of different opinions on that. I, I got uh, to sit at the ascension panel at the New Living Expo in San Mateo last uh, April, uh, a couple months ago, and uh, I got to see... David Lewis, uh, the voice on earth for St. Germain of the Ascended Master Tradition. Uh, Laura Eisenhower was on there and, and a couple others, handful of other psychic ladies. And, <clears throat> excuse me, they all seem to have this, what I would describe as a, uh, a very um, ethereal view of ascension, where we're going to the fifth dimension or, or the planet's going to move to a different part of space. And or it's going to rotate at a different vibration. Um, a lot of talk about that, but I'm a little more practical, um, maybe less spiritual. Some would say because I'm not. I don't take all that uh, ethereal stuff uh, as fact. I, I hold it at a certain distance and I study it. I know of it, but I like to think that that we're here for for a reason. And that we don't really have to go anywhere as long as we can grow up here. We could. This is our paradise here on Earth, right? And so I look at 
and this is Tommy alluded to this uh, at the in part one, which I'll send to you after the show. Uh, he's more afraid of the government, and and uh, and there's definitely some crossover with demons. But let's forget demons for a minute. Let's just let's just talk about government and the forces that are that are working in government. So we all think we're going to be ascending to this next dimension. In my view, if we don't handle the hurdles in which the government has placed in front of us, uh, we're not going to ascend anywhere. Or if we do something that we think is ascension, we're going to be bringing this with us. So it's not going to be a full ascension. Here's what I mean. The people created the government. All right. The the people created an entity. Uh, You can go back to the founding of our country and there was a Masonic ritual where Washington was in his Masonic garb and they like broke a bottle of wine or something against an obelisk or the cornerstone that the builder refused, you know, speaking of Hiram Abiff and that whole legend and how Masonry incorporates that into their new endeavors. Um, But the bottom line is it's a ritual. So an entity known as the government was ritually created. I, I compare this to the story of the Golem where the Christians were attacking the Jewish village because they blamed the Jews for killing Christ. Well, the, the rabbi didn't know what to do. Is They're getting their butts kicked. So he grabs his Zohar, their magical book in the Jewish tradition. He walks on down to the creek and fashions a figure out of clay and then brings it to life. Well, that golem went out and did its job and, and neutralized the Christians, to make a long story short. But the problem with doing creating those kind of entities is that it always comes back to devour its creator. And so this is how I look at the government. The people created the government, but the government is a golem. And it's now coming back to devour its creators in the form of Federal Reserve notes, let's say. That's one level. Uh, taking the actual gold money away, pilfering our, our, our bank accounts that are issued through, uh, created through the birth certificate. That's the all-caps name. For those that don't know, the all-caps name is the same as your Social Security number, and they both reference the same account that's set up for you by the birth certificate. <clears throat> so throughout your life, they want you to think that that all-caps name is you, and as long as you lend your signature to documents that have that all-caps name on it, that's what's known as an accommodation party. You've lent your signature for credit, and now they can take that, in- that paper that you signed, turn it into a negotiable instrument, and then not only charge you, let's say, utilities or other things, uh, hospital bills, insurance, any of that stuff, is actually already paid for by the United States as of 1933. It's called HDR 192. Those debts are already paid, but they try to get us to pay the Federal Reserve notes while they're taking that uh, instrument that you just created using your signature as an accommodation party. You've created a negotiable instrument. They can go monetize that off your account. So when you lend your signature, you're like telling them they can go pilfer that account that they set up for you that you don't even know. Some speculate that it's worth millions for each person. Some people think that you can access that account through things like 1099 OIDs or accepted for values, uh, documents. Um, I know I personally created money orders out of my computer and used my banker's endorsement, referencing this account to discharge my student loans. And um, so far, 15 years later, no cops have come to my door. There has been some complications with third-party debt collectors, but those guys are easy to deal with once you know what they're doing. <clears throat> but the point is, the government is still free. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
you dropped for a minute there. Oh, did I? Where did I but leave off? It, you were talking about the uh, note. It's just something right before the word pilfering. So uh, just can you repeat that sentence right before the pilfering? The, okay, so that you're, I have a hard time hearing you right now, TJ. So I can hear a mod really clear, but I can't hear you very good with my speakers. She, she said you dropped it just for a second there when uh, you said pilfering. Oh, okay. Just for a second, though. I didn't, like, miss a whole paragraph or something? No. I, I, I didn't hear no no miss myself. Okay. All right. Well, um, I forget where I said. Okay. I think uh, I was just saying what the government is doing, and through agents of the government, which are known as peace officers or public officers or office holders of some kind, uh, through these agents – the government in control at the top of this pyramid, let's just argue for in the United States for right now. It, it extends around the world, but let's just talk the United States right now. Uh, these peace officers will shake our tree, let's say, and shake us for money anytime they pull us over for traffic tickets. The IRS, which only involves taxpayers, and think of that word taxpayer as all caps. Are you that all caps? No, you're not. So let's say, for example, I'm a non-lawful taxpayer, by the IRS's own codes. So they have that provision for us, okay? So, but that's its job is to survive now. Now that we, the people, have created the government, this entity now has a life of its own, uh, and its job is to survive. And so it's surviving with the only source that it knows how to survive with, and that's us, the people that created it. It doesn't know any other uh, uh, source of life. We are it. And so as we keep agreeing to various laws and keep agreeing that we are the bank account, which we're not, we're the flesh and blood human, um, this thing is going to gain power like it is now. Um, So that's why I fight traffic tickets, let's say, because if nobody fights traffic tickets, it's just going to get worse. And it's a whole big scam. That's just one little facet of it. IRS stuff is all voluntary. You can go on YouTube and find the, the head of the IRS saying it's voluntary. <clears throat> but if you agree that you're the all-caps name, they got you legally. Um, same with third-party debt collectors, right? They're not coming after you. They're coming after the, the name, right? And sometimes they'll try to trick you and put the upper and lowercase spelling. But believe me, they're still coming after the account. Um, and so what this is all done by is magical rules. It's magical rituals. And... Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> the way that I think we're going to undo it is to realize that uh, what full disclosure is and if whether or not we've actually gotten full disclosure. Because without full disclosure to all the participants in a contract or a ritual of the same rules, it's the same basic rules govern contracts that govern rituals, okay? Because a spell is a binding and a binding is a contract, okay? That's the bridge between spells and contracts are bindings. And um, – uh, so in order to, for all of it to, to work, full disclosure has to happen. So it depends on whether, let's say, universal law says that telling us in a Black's Law Dictionary, which probably 0.0001% of the population actually owns or even knows of, it qualifies as full disclosure, let's say. So um, they have to tell us what they're doing in some way in order for the ritual to work. So 
That's what's going on now. So legally speaking, and back to more practical terms, I would say we have to call them on the contract. There's no full disclosure about the type of society that we've gotten. There's just a facade that's been painted for us that everything they do is for our safety, quote unquote, when really it's about pilfering us and our accounts, forcing us to work 40 plus hours a week where husbands and wives, if they can stay together, have to work two jobs just to make ends meet. So there's no real room for relationship developing or, or happiness, or there's less room, let's say, in my, in my view. Everyone's on their cell phones or being dumped with toxic chemicals uh, from the skies. Um, and, and we're being infiltrated by TV, which I, yeah, I admit, I love TV, right? But I see how people that are not awake can be affected by commercials or, or certain news uh, clips that, are, that don't show the full context, let's say. So <clears throat> we, are, we are, I think, because, and this points to my overall magical thesis, right? I've studied many traditions, tried to figure out what it, what it is, what is a definition of magic, right? And there's different definitions depending who you talk to. Um, and so what I decided was I had to come up with my own definition. And my own definition is, <clears throat> that when you use the three tools of magic, you're using magic. Now, what the three tools are, are symbols, intentions, and rituals. Those are the three tools of manifestation. Those are the three tools of binding. Those are the three tools of magic. Anytime you see those three tools in operation, you know someone's trying to manifest something. And that's what, that's what us consciousnesses do in this realm. Maybe it's different in a different dimension or something. I can't speak to that. But in this realm, the realm of our experience, whether it's a flat earth or hollow earth, and I don't even want to get into that, we use rituals, symbols, and intentions. That's what the fundamentalist Christians have in common with native traditions. That's what Buddhists have in common with Jewish people. All of them use rituals, symbols, and intentions. And so as I thought about that, I realized that Human beings use that on a daily basis to manifest. They just don't call it ritual. But let's say when I get up in the morning and I'm going to tie my shoe, in my mind, my intention is to tie my shoe. The desire is to manifest the outcome of a tied shoe. So the image comes into my head of what that looks like, and I perform it. That's the ritual. And so we're using this every second of the day to navigate and discern in this crazy, fuzzy reality. <clears throat> so we are magical beings. And we are victims of our own heritage. Our own heritage is used against us. Uh, and just speaking about government, it's in the form of a golem. We magically created this being. It's now coming back after us to devour us until, it, until the source of food's gone and then it dies. So we can't, some people would call that Luciferian, and I can see the connection, right? There's different traditions would describe that situation differently. But in my view of magic, that's what's happened. We've created a being that's now coming back to devour us. And if we don't wake up on this level, this is a very earthly level, in my opinion, a very 3D level. If we don't wake up on this level, I don't see ascension happening, uh, at least not in its fully actualized form or potential. I see us uh, getting to maybe a different place, which may have to happen. It may take baby steps for us to get to ascension. I'll stay open to that. But until we deal with these earthly tests and get over them, the situations we've created for ourselves, I just don't see us collectively moving forward. Hey, maybe like uh, Tommy was talking about a few minutes ago, 
uh, back in Atlantis, Jesus was the only one to ascend. Well, I kind of see a situation like that here on Earth. Who among us really is ready to ascend? I don't, I, I don't think I am, to tell you the truth. But I think I'm dealing with what I need to deal with, and that's getting to know who I am versus the bank account, all caps name, Brett Aaron Luter, or the real Brett Aaron Luter. And where you do that in this 3D realm is in court. And so, well, I don't think I have all the answers. I think I'm, I think I have a view of what's going on, at least my own view. And I'm, I'm trudging down that path as painful and as uh, uh, money sapping as it is. So that's my view on Ascension. Um, please feel free to chime in. So I don't think I'm alone for too long. Hello? I'm I'm calling in on another line <laughs> so I can talk well, to you. You're never alone. Muffled. Okay, I heard Tommy's voice. I heard TJ. So we're here. We didn't go anywhere. Uh, no, I appreciate what you say. It's your turn, uh, Tommy. Okay, uh, like being around it, when you're around possessed people, a lot of people think there's problems and people say, well, we must be possessed. And like I was saying, a lot of people... Unless you can see them do something that is super, I mean, a supernatural thing. I'm watching a lady right now go into a convulsions and they're trying to hold it down. But that's what the body does. The mind can do multiple things and it's a reality when it accepts it as far as producing images, producing ideas. I mean, most people have a, a programmed idea of what God is, a programmed idea of what Jesus was if they believe in Jesus, a programmed idea of Gabriel like the Muslims do. They have ideas that were given to their mind, and the subconscious mind makes it real. I mean, I, was, I had five death experiences as well, and each time I learned so much more about everything, the inner worlds and the higher realms and stuff. So I try not to stay in the astral plane. Or I try to go way past it. Uh, the deities are as real as anything as well, and very few people can talk about them, even though the Buddhist religion and the Hindus worship Shiva, Kali, Durga, and those kind of deities – but they don't give them a real reality. I mean, praying to a deity or praying to God, praying to Jesus is one thing, but actually working with them is something totally different. I mean, I have my experiences working with multiple levels and in different levels, and nothing on earth can compare to it. And i just say one thing, and I, I don't know how many people accept this or not. What you learn on earth has to deal with living on planet earth. It has nothing to deal with living in the higher realms. Because you don't have a body. You don't have to worry about eating, breathing. You don't have a nervous system. You're not affected by vibrations. And you also can't kill people. So, I mean, it's a totally different reality the further you go into the higher realms. And Jesus spoke about them directly. And his teachings were all about that. And that's not in the Bible. Because basically even Peter had the hardest time understanding what Jesus was teaching. Mary Magdalene had to teach him. I mean, even that's in the Bible. People want to read it. So I've been there, and I watched it. So if people want to talk about that, I'm totally open. My book's all about it, and I just want to explain to people that there's a higher reality. I mean, there's a higher belief system based on getting rid of the programs that we were told. And the only way you can experience it is by actually experiencing the program or the situation, and then you'll know it's real. So for me, I had I had five death experiences in my life. So uh, – yeah, I saw multiple lives. I mean, I'm aware of Atlantis. So if you want to talk about Atlantis, I could tell you everything about it. It was an incredible time of one of my important past lives. I only had two. One was in Atlantis and one was with Jesus. 
all my other ones, I became a religious person or a spiritual person. But something that I can say out of all my lifetimes, I never killed somebody, uh, which is why I'm where I'm at right now. Because if you do kill somebody in the Bible, it says it's a sin that can't be forgiven. And most Christians don't even read that. I read the Bible 10 times. I was going to become a preacher. I was going to church six days a week, four hours a day. So, yeah, I, I went through that. Uh, but I learned the, the, the difference between what's real and what's not. Uh, so for me, this is my reality. And all I can do is put my truth out there the same as what you can do. People take what they need or what they want. But th- what I will say, without the pain, there is no gain. And that's why people have to go through these experiences. They, they, they would never leave planet Earth. Lucifer is happy keeping them here. People would stay here forever. I mean, as long as they can have sex, drugs, and be partying, I mean, there's no reason for them to leave. Because once they find out that there's no sexual organs and everything on their spiritual body, they don't want to go there. Or what do you do then? Uh, see, that's the concept that's lost in teachings, which I'm trying to bring back. And I will. I'm planning on doing a couple of different workshops. But it's looking at reality and looking at the truth. And they really don't go together. Our reality has nothing to do with the astral plane. Nothing to do with the demons or the entities, the spiritual beings, except when we be bad and we act ignorant or whatever word you want to use here. But good people are possessed, like you would say, uh, and they don't even know it. So I mean a parent that, that hits their kid on the head or tells them they can't be in love or, or things like that. That's an abuse, and mankind hasn't learned to control abuse of another, and that's part of the Ten Commandments. I mean, so we, we, we strayed so far from the truth. We accept everybody else's truth, and that's what's causing the serious problems with the planet. But it will be altered, and Lucifer will be in charge of what goes down on this planet, not the aliens, uh, because they're only secondary. When, when Sodom and Gomorrah happened, when, when, when Noah's Ark happened, I mean, all those things, there was no aliens stopping it from happening. And they already proved a lot of things about even uh, – I mean, all these things were proven at different levels, not that they can say that it was God or angels, but it, they can prove that the situations happened. When Sodom and Gomorrah happened, that whole continent, part of it, was hit by meteorites. And I'm sure that's what well, burned up the people. Let me talk for a minute, if you don't mind. I've got Ascension Church Ohana created in words, folks, on uh, Teresa J. Morris under my TeresaJMorris.com. I've also got it under AlienCon.org. <clears throat> A-L-I-E-N-C-O-N, weird play on words, alien con. Are you an alien con artist? I don't believe it's that way. I meant aliencontact.org. I've got aliencon.org. Now, I've got Ascension Church Ohana. Now, this isn't overall. It's not definite, but this is what's definite in writing, and that's why I want to have uh, uh, Brett Luter involved as a journalist and come back as a researcher, and uh, he says he doesn't mind being a part of our organization. But I wrote this, and this can be changed. This is a paragraph I'm going to read to you, and then we can talk about it next Sunday. We do not discriminate against any being regardless of race, color, religion, ethnicity, culture, or traditional preferences. We share in the practices of social service network clubs online. We are an association of churches online as spiritualists, which shares in the study of world religions, world sciences, and supernatural phenomena, not yet explained either empirical or in the existential transparency in our art, culture, education, science, technology, folk life, 
history, epistemology, philosophy, theology, or any other world categories are patterns, symbols, numbers, are coincidence of life experiences. <clears throat> we accept that we believe in a higher power as well as empirical knowledge-based awareness. And I've got uh, just one or two more things here. We claim no particular god or goddess, but regard the ACO as a creational belief and faith of the entire universal order of creation and chaos <laughs> as empirical in that there are higher beings and species in the universe, multiverse, metaverse, xenoverse, omniverse, alphaverse, and omegaverse, matrix, or macrocosm. T.J. Thurman Morris, founder, receives no compensation as the organizer and founder of the ACO, Ascension Center Organization Association, and expresses her desire to serve in this spiritual science ministry education position. Now, that's just an overall statement for the Ascension Center Ohana, but I believe God has no religion, and I claim under my ACO association, uh, we have to have a mission statement, all that. But uh, we can have Brett Litter being a journalist and good with words assist us in that. But this is just a little thing that I wrote up so people could say, what is that Ascension Church Ohana about? But we can take the word Ascension, the word church, and I mean church is the people, not the brick and mortar. Okay, not the building, but the people that come together, which right now there's a mad it's, – it's masculine ruled as usual. There's a, a mad painter, my uh, – producer and thank goodness help with skype uh his name is thomas becker and then there's tommy hawksblood who his uh legal name or christian name i don't know we can ask uh, brett to explain that again is uh thomas anthony sinisi is tommy hawksblood and then brett luter and brett luter that sounds german is that your real name or how how do you tell us since we talked about our names and we're building this together the four of us three men and one woman what uh, it was just me and Tommy and and Brett in the beginning for the power of three, but to, uh, I had to have help. So it turned out we're going to have to splice, do a better job next Sunday. Maybe is uh, making this work together as three words: ascension, church, and ohana, and what each one of those mean, and then bring it together with a mad in communication. So Brett, is that German? And do you, you don't have a middle name? Or explain: is that your author name or what? Tell us about your name. Um. My full name, my full name is Brett Aaron Luter. <clears throat> Luter, I was always told was German, and I and supposedly I do have German in me. But at my grandma's funeral, I had a relative from back east tell me that our original name was Van Lude, and that we're from the town of Lude in Holland. And um, when my immigrant relatives were in old Chicago, apparently they were frowning upon the Dutch, and so they changed it changed it to seem more German. So they wouldn't get as much scrutiny. That was the story I, I got. But I haven't actually done the research myself. I just tell people I'm German, Dutch, Norwegian, and um, Irish. So. Okay. Not to mention lewd comments, right? <laughs> so lewd. Oh, I've heard all like jokes. a luger. You had a lot I've of heard jokes. all the jokes, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Would you said Van Lude? But yeah, I was thinking L-E-W-D instead of L-U-E-D or something. But uh, no pun sure. intended. It was just a little play on words. Oh, I've heard it before. Really. 
It could be Dutch quotes. It could be German, but for sure that's his story that he was told to by a family member. And then, folks, uh, we go back in, in our names, and we look, and I've been shocked, too, that Thurmond, and I went over into England, uh, literally crossed the pond, okay, over the old country to look up my genealogy, okay, and it went to Thurber, T-H-U-R-B-E-R, Thurber, and then in the Mormons, I found out uh, I'm dead now in the Mormon church, and uh, I'm really shocked because I was sealed to the temple in Washington, D.C., and uh, boy, you talk about uh, close to the reality of uh, how the Americas and the church are so uh, connected. It's absolutely amazing with uh, what uh, has become of of that, and I'm okay with that. But they uh, they said I have to appear at a at a human brick and mortar church and talk to somebody in the uh, priesthood, such as a bishop, to tell him I'm still alive because I checked in the temple records and my number that they assigned me as a human form for a member is uh, got the word death. I'm dead. I'm deceased. So I thought, well, I'll just start my own church then. <laughs> so I'm dead in the Latter-day Saint church. And so are you still – so you said you were raised Catholic, but you are you you would claim Christian as I claim Christian because I was raised in the Southern Baptist. So I still claim that that's all – I mean, I've studied world religions, but I'm only comfortable with the God and Jesus uh, ritual or – Meme or words or philosophy. What do we want to call this, Brett? This Ascension Center Church, because the Ohana is where I would get Tommy in Hawaii. He's my—he's not blood related to me, but he's my extended family, just like Thomas Becker is. They both helped me for seven years in communication, close to it for a man. But you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? I'll have to think about it a little bit. You know, you're looking okay. for a one or two word title, maybe a three word title at the most. Is that is that what I've I'm already hearing? got it? Ascension Church Ohana. It's already in reality, oh. like you said. Well, so what did it's you want me to think about? How the uh, well now I'm lost, but uh, I guess I was <laughs> looking for how we can do our names. Like the uh, Mormon Church keeps up with your genealogy, and I was asking you about your name. But where I was going with it is they have the best genealogical history in the world i believe that's left before we had the alexandria church but it burned it was like the library so really i guess we got to start all over with what do words mean and are our names still important in the world in our history and our genealogy and so with this sunday group it depends on what we make of it you me tommy and mad what do we make with this as long as i pay the bill Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm going to meet back here. <laughs> okay. I'll have to think about that. I'll have to think about yeah. that. Yeah, are we going to keep up with each person's name? Or are we going to assign them a number? Because in the, in the Mormon church, you still have your born name, your Christian name, I guess you'd say, or the one, I guess it's all caps on your birth certificate, right, in America? So we will be a Ascension Church Ohana with three words. And whatever that is is what we... Uh, content providers make it in broadcast communication. It's going to be whatever these shows are. <laughs> right now, it's going to have holes. Okay. I got to go back and put it together. But you got about I like minutes you... left, by the way. I, okay, I would just gotta... like to say my, my two cents really quickly is that um, 
while I have my own experience, Tommy has his experience, TJ, you have yours, Ahmad, you have yours. I like to cross compare experiences and try to find the commonalities and, and bridge gaps that way. Right. Because essentially we're all trying to find the same thing, but we've all had programming from our upbringing. And so where we're at now on whatever part of the path, we're trying to balance our programming with our experience. And essentially that's what we're all doing. So there's really no difference to anybody. And those are the kind of things I'd like to talk about. And thank you again for having me on. Well, Brett, I really appreciate what you did and uh, bringing us together. And I apologize for my broadcast communication. I brought you in on Skype and I thought when Tommy went over to the studio that it was he could hear, but I guess, you know, in defense, Tommy, you said you could hear me, but we didn't check to see if we could hear you. <laughs> so that's a mad, just, you know, I know that was the problem. Yeah, that was the problem. <laughs> that's where the, the, so I'm mad. We definitely need you. We always need a third party out there to help us in communication, apparently. So well, you do, there is a general manager need for you, Ahmed, even on my shows, you know, so. We'll work it out, folks. So, uh, Brett, if we'd like to invite you back, I know you probably can't commit to anything until you're there one day at a time, but I'd like you to think that we can work this out amongst amongst sure. us. Four. I'd love to be back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you Thank guys you. get all the text worked out, it'll be even better. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I normally don't call in on Skype. I thought I was doing you a favor uh, for whatever okay. reason. There's but, no hard uh, feelings. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's just I usually call in on my phone, but you heard that mine sounded muffled. My phone, so that was my house yeah. phone. But I'm talking on my cell phone now. All right. Oh. Well, if it's okay, um, will you, Amad? You know how to get the copy of Brett's copy of the first hour or so? I'd have to I'd have to see where it's saved to, and then probably just attach it to an email or something. I guess I'm not sure. Okay, and then you go on. Uh, Matt's going to bring you back on for Janet in a couple hours, right? At five, yeah. All right, five your time. All right. Well, Brett, I've definitely got to have you back and do a Brett Luter author and, and get this back again. So please listen sure. to what you've got and then listen to this part. And right now, I believe it's going to be all one. And then what I can do is go in on the. Uh, this recording and wherever there's a space cut and cut it out and then hope it will resave it without the space. Okay. So I'll do, I'll do my best. And and then hopefully we won't have lost this for the archives folks. So you'll know that on June 9th, 2019, it was Brett Luter that got started with Thomas Anthony Sinisi, also known as Tommy Hawksblood and Thomas Becker, what is your middle name? You told me once. Is it Anthony or A or Thomas Becker? Uh, it's Reuben. Reuben. Nice biblical name. Yeah, yeah, two biblical names. Thomas Reuben. The whole tribe, if I remember correctly. <laughs> wow, Thomas Reuben Becker. But he prefers to go by a mad painter because that's his brand. Um, uh, did you start that brand when you became general manager for Mike Ringley? No, I've had that since the internet began. Oh, and then the one I other thought guy your name was Ahmad for I don't know how many <laughs> months when I was on Monique's show. I just called you Ahmad like you were Everybody Middle Eastern does. or something. <laughs> so 
All right. Well, hey, thanks, guys. Ahmad, I'll see you in an hour, okay? Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Thank have a great you. afternoon. I'll talk to you both soon. Thanks, Tommy. Thank thanks, you thanks so DJ. Much. Bye-bye. Thank you Bye-bye. so much. Bye-bye. It was a pleasure. Okay, folks. Okay. Bye. Thank you. All right. Well, Ahmed, I appreciate you. He needs you that hour between here. shows. Yeah, he's only got an hour. He's he's really devoted to helping us get all this stuff, whatever this stuff is today on June 9, 2019. So, folks, just look at what today was, what it means to you. You're all on your own spiritual path, and we're all the author of our own life story. So that's my mother's con- convention before she left. That was her t- saying to me, and live and let live, and we all are the author of our own life story. Tommy's an author. Brett's an author. I'm an author. And a an author, so we all have that in common. And like you said, we'll find a common thread to work with each other. And this is American Communications Online, and we go by ACO Club, for those of you that want to be in it. And then on Sundays, I'm going to work on my Ascension Church Ohana and uh, bring in people. And the church are the people that come. Ascension is what we're striving for. And Ohana is the extended family outside of one's blood relative. And Tommy's in Hawaii, so can wear that well. So if anybody says, you're not Hawaiian, I'm going to know, but our, one of our members is, and we started together seven years ago with the Ascension Center. So uh, yeah, please go to TJMRCT Radio, read on there, and let, read on ACOassociation.com is the articles and bylaws, and when everybody needs a framework, and you can uh, study that because regardless what each person calls their own thing, when you come together, it can be anything you want it to be. But those three words mean something to me, Ascension and Church and Ohana. And today was the creation with Brett Luter, author, and uh, Mad Painter, and Thomas, Tommy Hawksblood. So there you go. All right. I guess that's it. We can go now, Mad, right? I guess. Except please donate. Oh, that's right. You're going to be helping us make sure we do that. And Amanda, I need you to help me figure out how to download that disclosure thing that you did. I can't get to download off of that Skype. So when we get offline, uh, we'll... I'll have to send it to you again, and then you right-click on it and hit download. Can you send it to me in email? I know how to do that. Can you go on your uh, yeah. email, Yahoo? All right. Thank you. All right. It was a pleasure, everybody, and uh, I appreciate it. So thank you so much. Um, All right, y'all. Good day. Thank you. All right, folks. Thank you, and thank you, Mad. Thank you, everybody.